A few years ago, I was at a workshop in Chicago, which the instructor started by way of a little mind game. Pass your phone to the person on the left, she said. I felt off-kilter holding somebody else's phone, as if a pilot had called me into the cockpit and asked me to execute the landing. And there was also a bit of seventh-grade locker room nervousness, too. Would my phone reveal me as a digital weakling? And wow, they squirm. That's journalist Amy Guerin, who came up with the exercise. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I mean, they really, the first thing you notice is all the nervous giggles. And, you know, they're sitting there and looking at the phone in their hand a little bit, but mostly, mostly they're looking back at what are they doing with my phone. And uh, people feel very uh, nervous about it. You realize how strong and how personal that connection is. And, uh, you know, I, I let them squirm for about like 15, 20 seconds. And I say, that's it. Exercise is over. You understand the person. I'm Debbie Gallant, and this is Stuff.Life, a podcast about our relationship with things. And yes, I was one of those people who squirmed when I passed my phone to the left. And you know that feeling, right? Whenever you leave a restaurant and think maybe you've left your phone behind. So I thought for a podcast that considers people and their relationship with things, the cell phone would be a good subject. But here's what I found out. Asking people about their relationship with their phones is like asking people about their relationship with electricity. It's become just another utility. So one person uses it for political organizing, another uses it to record hot sauce reviews. Oh, Nelly! Alan Sinai, the economist who was the first person to ever call me on a cell phone back around 1984, admits to a slight love affair with the voice that speaks to him on Waze, the traffic app. Debbie, other than you, the woman who talks to me on Waze, I will listen to her. I don't listen to my wife. I don't listen to anybody else. That's the only woman I can delightfully listen to because I know she's always going to be right. Okay, so it's a useful device. We use it to conduct politics, make hot sauce videos, and get out of traffic jams. And for the record, nobody admits to being one of those vulgarians who pulls out their phone in a restaurant. Still, we all feel a bit sheepish about how much we use these things. On a scale of 1 to 10, whereas 10 is you just are on your phone all the time, where where would you put yourself? This is Karen Reyna, the political organizer. Oh, uh, good question. I would say probably probably a 5 to 6. Oh, okay. Well, you're you're barely... Is that good? (laughs) Yeah. So allow me to take you back nine and a half years. conditions again better user experience saves power and the third thing we've got is an accelerometer so that we can tell when you switch from portrait to landscape it's pretty cool I'll show it to you in a minute that of course is the late steve jobs the most brilliant showman since pt barnum and uh, let me go ahead and get that picture within picture up i'm going to go ahead and just push the sleep wake button and there we go right there and to unlock the phone i just take my finger and Slide it across. All right, you want to see that again? 
go to sleep. We wanted something that you couldn't do by accident in your pocket and just slide it across, boom. Okay, maybe the man didn't anticipate the butt dial, but boy, you feel the magic, don't you? Just swiping the phone's screen to turn it on elicits applause. And isn't it amazing that in the space of not even 10 years, this thing has gone from being the greatest parlor trick in the world to the symbol not only of our complete obnoxiousness as a culture, but as a literal screen that keeps us from appreciating what's right in front of us. Unless... Good afternoon, everybody. We're here in the backyard, and we've got some birds. I think they're osprey. I really can't tell right at the moment. There he is. He's fishing. Unless you're talking to the friendliest man in the world. What's Hello. your name? Hello, everybody. This is Patrick Parada from Boca Raton, Florida. You might know me on Periscope or Facebook or Oh, Twitter. you're a big social media guy. I was at one time. I retired. Are you retired? I oh, did you mean 365 you... sunrises in a row, and I got a shout out by Jim Cantori, the weatherman, on Periscope. Okay, you're going to have to get used to the way Patrick Parada talks. He's kind of like a super excited puppy, going in all directions at once. I met him in front of the Apple Store in the Town Center Mall in Boca Raton, the day before his 51st birthday. He'd just come out of the store with a brand new iPhone 7. To understand Patrick Parada, you also need to know about Periscope. That's a broadcasting app that allows you, with your smartphone, to take live video of whatever's in front of you. And as a bonus, you can talk with your audience, which can text you messages in real time. Pat says he was one of the first people to think this idea up and even started to write a business plan but didn't want to raise the kind of money it would take. I said, forget it, I'm not doing it, because it's just not going to work. Right. So about 100 guys actually did it around the world, but only one was sold to Twitter for Uh, 300 million. Oh, you mean you came up with the idea of Periscope before Periscope? Yeah, but everyone did. It wasn't like I was the only one. I was actually trying to do it. Yeah. But so, yeah, I was early. So they called me an early... uh, Adopter. Adopter. So day one, when it was available for the general public, I downloaded it and I did a sunrise. Right. And then the next day... At that same time, I did a sunrise. Right. So every morning, they started giving me... In other words, for an entire year, Patrick Parada got up every day at the crack of dawn, went outside, pointed his phone at the lagoon behind his house, and shared his sunrise on Periscope. As someone who can count the number of sunrises I've seen on one hand, the mere idea of this exhausts me. But for Pat Parada... It was a chance to make friends all over the world. Oh, okay. When I started, they downloaded Twitter app, the Periscope, in in, in Australia, mm-hmm. but nobody downloaded it in the U.S. Oh, so. So, so what was going on was no one cared. It's in me. I had it downloaded, and I was broadcasting when, at seven in the morning. And in Australia, what was it? It's prime time, and everyone downloaded it because Twitter is a bigger audience there. So they all tuned in and watched my show wow. every morning, and there was thousands of new people every day. And where were you broadcasting it from? The beach? My backyard. Oh, your backyard? Yeah, it's a beautiful view. Are you right on the water? Yeah, right on the water. Oh, yeah. A few seconds later, Pat, who's holding one cell phone, presumably an iPhone 6, and the bag containing his new iPhone 7, pulls another phone out of his pocket. Okay, so why did you buy the... What are you... What are you... What... 
Is that the, that's not the new one, that's the old one you have. You just got the, oh wait, how many phones do you have? I got a lot of phones. Okay. A lot of phones. Everyone has to have two phones nowadays. If you only have one phone, you're, you're, you're behind the times. Okay, what do you need two for? Seriously? Yes, seriously. Why would you need one phone? So here's an example of why you need two phones. Because if someone chats to you in Russian, you can use your other phone to translate. You your hand and then you pulled another one out. Yeah. Is this your third? I have, I, have, no, I have two phones. I always keep two phones. Yeah. You need two phones if you're going to be using one phone for Periscope. What are you going to be doing when somebody Caution. texts you? Or oh, okay. At one time, I used to talk to different languages on Periscope. What I would do is I would talk to the Russian people, and they would say something in Russian. I would have no idea what it is. Yeah. It would be Russian to me. I'd take my iPhone app from the Google Translate and look at it through my phone, and it would translate. It says, hello, Patrick. So I was able to use Google Translate and talk to anybody in any language, inclusive to other worlds. Real language or make-believe language is like Klingon from Star Trek. Klingon is a language that they'll translate. I don't know if it's translating yet, some of the, <laughs> stuff, some of the stuff I make up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but okay. I think that's real. Okay, and did you ever, did you monetize the Periscope? I, yeah, I did, but not for cash. I monetized it for my self-being. Okay. I have really good quality people out there that truly care about me, and they know I care about them. I laugh because it's real. I've created friendships, real, real friendships that I believe are real. Now, we'll see in time, but see, some of them came over to Twitter. And he proceeds to tell me about his birthday last year on Periscope. Like, last year was my birthday. Tomorrow's my birthday. Tomorrow's yeah. your birthday? So I had 550 people going at that moment because I saw the 500. Yeah. Sometimes it was a thousand, 800, but I was on the global feed and yeah. I was talking about whatever and somebody knew it was my birthday. They said, it's this dude's birthday. Aww. When that came across, I said, yep, it's my birthday. And then seven seconds later, what happened? My phone went boom with hundreds of birthday happy wishes. Hundreds. And I went, oh my God. Then all of a sudden they started coming like crazy. Patrick Parada may say he's retired from social media because he doesn't record the sunrise every single day, but he's still out there periscoping. He flew his family out to California when Hurricane Matthew was bearing down on Florida, and he broadcast the sunrise from there, letting everybody know he was safe. One of his recent periscopes is of a guy mowing a lawn. As a podcaster and suburbanite, that's about the most annoying sound in the world. But listen to this. Hey, JP5060, we're here in the uh, in the Orlando house. Claire, we're in Orlando house and I got a guy next door mowing my lawn for me, Claire. How lucky, I, and he only wanted water. And then he took the uh, mower from me and he kept mowing. One of Pat's Periscope buddies types sweet. And you may think he's crazy or too jumbled that I've stumbled across a real Looney Tunes, but I don't know. I think he's using the smartphone in the spirit in which it was invented, to create magic and to connect with people. The day after I interviewed Pat was indeed his birthday, and he was out there in his backyard again at sunrise. He also had his laptop open down on the dock and was using that to broadcast with Facebook Live. 23 seconds in, Pat gets his first happy birthday. Text messages pop up on the left side of the screen, and hearts, Periscope likes, float up on the right like balloons. As the sunrise deepens, Patrick Parada thanks his well-wishers one by one, and you can hear real gratitude in his voice. And it's not just for the birthday wishes. It's also for what he sees 
right in front of him. Good morning, Periscopers. It is my birthday, and I'd like to say good morning, and I hope I have a good birthday. I got a little Facebook Live thing going on down there, and it's pretty cool. From Boca Raton, Florida, Red Girl Photo, have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for the happy birthday. It is nice. Marco, welcome to the show. We got a happy birthday. The beautiful sunrise. Wonderful day out here. Yo, 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 Joe. Joe, it's my birthday. How are you, man? That's my first Periscope friend, everybody. Uh, there it is. Yo, yo, Joe. First Periscope friend. And the guy from the Northeast, so I don't know his name. He is... Uh... Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. Very much. And pretty cool here. Got Tilly giving, giving me a happy birthday. Got a happy birthday from the guy up the Northeast. Beautiful out here today, too. Look at that sunrise, man. It's just going off, isn't it? Good morning. Thanks, Marco. Just a beautiful sunrise here in, in the backyard. Thank you. Yeah. It's a great to have a Periscope birthday. Nothing better. Thanks to all the people who shared their cell phone secrets with me. Patrick Parada, Amy Guerin, Karen Reyna, Michael Bearden, the hot sauce guy, and Alan Sinai of Decision Economics, who had the fifth Motorola cell phone sold in the United States. The music at the beginning of this episode comes from Zenji, and the circus theme is by Sasha and Felix Perez Hida. Finally, a great big shout out to the Virginia Center for the Creative Arts, where I produce this episode. Thanks for listening.